Thanks for tuning in to the Sick Beach Podcast, brought to you by West Crescent Vintage and your host, me, Bree Westry. Sick Beach is where young creatives, movers, and doers come to hang out and talk about their lives and experiences as they set out to achieve their goals, no matter how unconventional the method. Stick around, because it's going to be sick. Welcome to another episode of the Sick Beach Podcast, where creatives, movers, and doers come to hang out. Today, we are joined by Corinne Bates, uh, a musician and writer. Corinne released her first EP, Too Sad to Fall Asleep, late last year. She's also written for publications like The New Nine, Wild Honey Pie, Topper Radio, Pinstripe Zine, and Cobber Magazine. And following graduation, she will be heading to New York to be a part of Columbia University's publishing program. Thanks for joining us, Corinne. I'm so excited <laughs> to have you. It's hey. so nice calling you by your like my, my professional. Real name. Yeah, your real name, your professional name. But also because I love it that you know it just feels like really pretty. I love Corinne. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I don't think I've ever had a friend with that name before I met you. So I oh, thank you. So unique. You can thank my brother. Really? Yeah, we were gonna. My parents were trying to decide between naming me Corinne or just Corey because we. I have a cousin named Corey, and he threw a fit and started crying. And he was like, "I wanted to be named Corinne." And they were like, "Okay, yeah, no, that works. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> yep, we'll do that." So yeah, it's Graham's. It's Big Graham's bro fault. got the power. Um, yeah. So to start this conversation off, let's just start at the very beginning. Growing up, did you always live in Bernie? Mm-hmm. Like I always so. Uh, Talk about getting into writing there and then eventually, like, music and, like, how that has always, like, played a role in your life. Well, um, so when I was young, I was born, I lived in, like, Fair Oaks, which is more, like, closer to town and it's, like, a a neighborhood neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had, like, friends and I would hang out with people then. But um, then we moved to pretty far, like, it was, like, 20 minutes away from town. And that's kind of when I started, like, playing more by myself. And I started, like, making up stories, um, like, in my head. Like, before I could even knew how to write. Um, I was just, like, always making up stories. Like, I was a... I was a liar. <laughs> I was a big liar as a child. I would just like, but I would just like tell stories, uh, and my parents could always tell. And so then, when I started learning out, like, like learning how to write and how to like spell and all that stuff, I started writing my stories down. And so I've basically been a writer forever, but I didn't really realize that I could be like actually study writing and be a writer until like eighth grade. Um, yeah, and that I had a teacher who was like, who like, we had to write poetry for class, and he read it and said, you know, you can do this, like you can just yeah be a writer, and I was like, oh wait, what? <laughs> like I can yeah. make a career out of this? Is yeah, that what people do. And then my like, as for music, I always sang, like even before. I would just like hum all the time and sing all the time and I was in piano lessons like as a really young child but I was really bad about practicing um, and so then I just did voice lessons and my brother, I picked up guitar because my brother started getting lessons and I got jealous and I was like I want to know how to play guitar too. 
So um, I got started taking lessons when I was nine, and then um, I, I didn't take very many, but then I just started kind of teaching myself. But writing songs, um, I've always kind of written, like, just, like, like walking around the house, I just, like, start singing things. Like, yeah. It's not real songs. It's just a melody with some words, and I would always do that. But I think I wrote my first real song when I was, like, nine. And did that... What was, like, do you remember what it was about? <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, like, I remember that I was sitting down in, like, my parents' living room that, like, is in our house now, and they were watching West Wing. And for some reason, I was also watching West Wing at, like, nine <laughs> years old. And I just, like, was sitting there, and I, like, had this idea in my head, maybe based on what was happening on the screen. I have no idea. But I, like, started singing it in my head, and I still, like, remember the song. And I just wrote it down, and it was, like, me asking <laughs> me asking God why people cry. <laughs> Wow, you've been crying for a long time, Corey. You've been writing about crying. Yeah, so when, so when people are like, man, like, why don't you write some happy songs? I'm like, I think I genuinely don't know how. <laughs> I just think ingrained the, into you. The first song I ever wrote at nine years old was like, I need to, need to, need to ask you, why do people cry? Because I can't stop crying. And I showed it to, like, I sang it at my, like, fourth grade um, talent show. And my dad played guitar. And um, maybe fifth Oh, that's grade. nice. Yeah. Yeah, he, and he helped you. Yeah, like, I wrote the whole thing, and he just figured out the chords. Um, but I couldn't play them, because I wasn't good enough at guitar yet. And so I played it, and everybody kind of... I think my, I think everybody was, like, worried about me after that, because they're like, what the... What the heck is wrong with this small child? <laughs> what the actual heck? <laughs> and I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> so, like... Later on in high school, were you, when you were thinking about going to, like, college, what were you thinking about in terms of, like, continuing music or, like, continuing writing? Like, how was that in your decision-making process on where you were going to go? Um, I took, like, a pretty hefty break from music um, in high school, and it was kind of, like, something that I would just do for myself. Like, I didn't play anywhere. Like, I played, like, a couple places, like, a couple open mics. But really, I didn't gig around. Um, but so going to college, like, I didn't... It wasn't a big factor. Like, I never... I kind of have always had, like, the whole, like, oh, it'd be nice to, like, put an album out or, like, whatever. Like, maybe. But I never really allowed myself to really want to be a musician. Um... So, like, I, I liked the fact that if I was going to Austin, I was going to be able to seal high. And, and she did it. <laughs> I told uh, Corinne that Indy loves to, I think, make an appearance in the oh, podcast now hi, when sweetheart. she's here. Um, and she just decided to drink water. So Thank there was you. Indy making um, her appearance. But <laughs> continue. I think I was saying... Um, You're talking about how it wasn't a factor. Oh that, yeah, but I wanted yeah. to be able to see live music because I love I love going to concerts and shows, and I we would always drive up to Austin to go to shows, and so honestly, like St. Edwards was just like I I just ended up here. Yeah, yeah. I've like it, there's a whole long there are story so about many it, people that I feel like just kind of end up here. It was not like a lot. It was very. It was a very fast decision for me to apply, and then I got in, and then I decided to go. Like it was like maybe a couple months. Like I didn't even. Yeah. So, 
but I'm happy that I did because I think I don't think I would have done music to the extent that I've even started doing it now if I hadn't moved here. Now, um, when you started at St. Edwards, were you a writing major on the general track, like through and through? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of. I was a writing major when I first started, and I had a psych. I was thinking about a psych minor, um, but then I was like, "That's going to be too much work." Like, just based on like what I wanted to do outside of classes, like I mm-hmm. wanted to be able to do um, extracurriculars and not just class. And um, the psych minor kind of was got in the way. But I've always been a writing major, and I never really wanted to specialize in anything because I wanted to be able to do all of it. Now, let's talk about you kind of, like, rejoining the music world when, like, you're coming into college and, like, you know, kind of, like, now. But starting, I remember, I mean, we lived in the same dorm. Yeah. And we've known each other for that long. And I I mean, you've always had We went to orientation. Yeah, we've, like, literally known each other since the beginning. And... I've always seen you with your guitar, and you've always been singing. And I remember you were showing like us like song books. Mm-hmm. I think you were, you were writing songs, so you've been writing. Obviously, we know since like you were nine, so you've always had this. But what kind of I guess sparked you to go, hey, I'm gonna actually start showing this to people again? Um, it's really that I finally wrote songs that I felt proud enough of. Yeah, and I also finally had like. A community of like I had a I had a way to record them and like a community of people who were telling me that like I could I could do it and I should do it um, and I I owe a lot of it just like even having the idea to there's a local or- organization here in Austin called Women in Music and it's spelled like within like M X N instead of M yeah yeah so it's it's like an inclusive space for like women and non-binary people and so. I, like, one of my friends started that, and I just, like, offhandedly mentioned that I wanted, like, I'd been writing some songs, and I really wanted to record some demos, but I had no idea how to do it, because I don't, like, technology scares the crap out of me. So I was saying, like, I, um... I was just, like, talking about that when we were talking about, like, what we wanted to get from the the organization, and I was like, well, I want to, like, start gigging, I think, like, start playing, um... And I, like, owe that idea to a lot of different people who, like, were saying that my music was good enough and that I was, like, I should try. But, and then this this girl, her name's Holly, she's in a band called Cat Jaguar. She was there, um, and she said, oh, my, my boyfriend, who I live with, like, he does, like, audio engineering, like, and he'll do it for free because he's just practicing. Like, he doesn't think he's good enough to be paid yet. Oh, that's sweet. And I, and I was like, well, I mean, like, I'd love to pay him. Yeah. She's like, he literally won't, like, accept any money. So he won. He didn't <laughs> accept any money from me, um, which was really sweet. But so I ended up going to, like, their apartment and recording it. And we just did it in one night. And, like, the whole thing is, like, most of the songs are just, like, the either like one take or like the first couple takes um wow because i i just and it's just me playing and singing at the same time and i was thinking about just having them be demos but i mean that's kind of how i always imagined the songs being is is at least in one form and so i i really owe it to that like community and like starting to go to like more local shows and not just seeing touring bands and kind of realizing like i like this is something that i can do and also like my health has gotten a lot better um in the past like year or so 
And so I finally feel like I'm capable of doing it. Now, um, let's talk a little bit more about the EP. So how did you decide which songs were going to be on there? um, You know, and also like what sound, like what what your sound was going to be, like that you were going to embody. How did that kind of... I, I think like one of the biggest things is was just that like I don't think I can sound any other way than I do and like I don't go into writing songs trying to like sound like I I don't go into writing songs knowing what the heck they're gonna be about yeah (laughs) um and or like what they're gonna sound like I kind of it just happens um and so I chose I wanted them to all be songs that I wrote the summer before um I recorded the EP. So all of the songs on the EP are written from like basically I think the earliest one was Brooklyn um and I wrote that in May. And then like the latest one I don't remember which one that one was, but like so like May to about September all probably. Right. They're all written in that span of time. And I kind of just decided that I wanted it to be like a snapshot of where I was during that time yeah. because I I didn't really know that I wanted to like pull any of my old songs yet because I don't think that I think the sound that I found during like the, the last summer so like the summer of 2018 is like the sound that I want to go forward mm-hmm. doing um, and growing from but it's like the first sound that I've been like okay this is I'm comfortable with this being like attached to my name forever because it's like not just on like SoundCloud or something. Yeah. Um, and I chose the songs like this because there's a lot of ones that I wrote that summer. I chose the songs because they're the ones that like I play I play my songs for my friends like all the time. Like if they come over. No, yeah, I love that. When and it's it, like you want to hear and you just yeah. Like, I mean, there's great. there's certain. I don't do it for everybody. <laughs> Sweet baby. Um, I don't do it for everybody, but, like, if I'm comfortable... Like, usually, like, my other artist friends or, like, people that I'm really comfortable with that I know will, for one, be honest, but also, like, gentle. Yeah. And, like, will be... Co- like, will want to hear it. Because um, I never want to, like, make somebody listen to me play my music. So it, those, these are the songs that people, like, really responded to. And, like, they're the songs that I found myself... Like, when I was practicing, like, wanting to go and play those. Um, and I feel like they were just, like, very indicative of, like, my life that summer. And, like, what was going on with me and what I was thinking about. So that's why I, I like, chose those. Yeah. And so I was at, you know, your um, your EP release party. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so getting to hear you obviously play all of those songs live. But then, you know, you also not only had you know, your close circle, like, hearing it, you had, you know, the world technically (laughs) hearing it. So, like, what was that, like, like, that feedback? And then, you know, I know you did have that social media boost. I remember you were talking, you were like, whoa, like, people are looking at me right now. Yeah, it made me a little nervous. But um, (laughs) I, it was very nerve-wracking because I don't, I don't write vague songs is one of the things, is, like, if you know me and if you've hung out with me and if you're the people that the songs are about, you will know. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I get it. And also, like, I was kind of nervous just because I hear a lot of other, like, 
like women and non-binary people who kind of like them presenting talk about like the kind of attention they can get when they start doing things like that and I've gotten a couple like creepy dudes um and that's not super fun but it was it was definitely like a decision yeah I and it was a little hard because I was like but I also just I love attention <laughs> me like, too like I hate yeah. it but I love attention I mean it's that you're like no stop it's like, like it's, it's like it's like that, that the fact that I'm that's my Leo um, it's my Leo rising coming out just being like <sighs> like look at me but like please don't judge me but like also judge me but also like love me but also I'm sad <laughs> you, you literally just encapsulated like me like that's how I feel all the time yeah so I think it was I've always like wanted people to listen to my stuff but it was definitely like jarring and also there's a, I have a, there's a lot of friends that like went to the, the shows and went to the party and stuff that had never heard me play before and like really yeah yeah um, and people who like didn't even know I was a musician so that was weird too that's pretty cool For, though yeah <laughs> but it was fun definitely they're like oh wait what you you sing and you recorded something like all right cool you- yeah <laughs> But, um, okay, and then you went to start actually performing the album, and was the first show, I, I think I was at, it was at the, the Dozen Straight show, right? Yes? Um, the first one? I had, that's my first real, like, real yeah, one. I've real done, like, one, house yeah. shows before that, but, yeah. um, Dozen Street was, like, that was in February, February 12th. Yeah. Um, that was my first show, like, at a, like, well, in, in a long time, um, at a bar, like... Do, like doing the doing the dang thing yeah, yeah in front of like people who could just come and that was, was so many people came and that was weird really yeah I, I mean I was I was excited I was like oh my gosh like look at how we're all here for God <laughs> I was screaming your name all the time and then you know we have Tessa usual crybaby she was just like, crying in the, like everybody's just like I just felt really proud to be your friend in that moment it was just really cool to like see you on stage and go oh my gosh I mean and then like to go on like you've gotten to perform so many times now and like yeah so what do you see in like your future of performing like do you want to continue yeah I I was supposed to have a show this this month but um was having some health issues so I decided I had to like back out because I lost my voice like completely and um I have one slotted for May um, 16th. It's going to be like a benefit show of sorts. Um, All right. I will definitely be there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll post about that when I have more information. But as for now, like I want to pl- like, I probably can't play much until after graduation mm-hmm. just because like time. Time. Yeah. Um, to do. But I, I want to try and play as much as I can um, in between like graduating and moving. And um, since we like you just <laughs> moving. Okay. Let's just talk about First, since you're moving because you're going to Columbia, yeah. Let's talk about like deciding to apply. Like, what made like what brought your interest about that? Um, I've been thinking about going to the to one of the publishing institutes institutes either like NYU or Columbia, um, and then there's the Denver one too. But I wasn't super interested in that. But um, since I'd say like since like beginning of junior year. Um, one of my professors, Beth um, Ekman, told me about it, and she was like, "Maybe you should do this." And um, so I, I decided to do to like look into it, and then I went to New York last spring and kind of like 
just to even see if New York was a place that I wanted to be. This is hysterical. This is so ridiculous. Um, I, I, I she's doing it on purpose. Like she's she like, was I'm not, thirsty. I'm she really doesn't. Deal. She doesn't go this hard for the water. Thank you, Indy, for interrupting twice now. We love you so much. It's okay. Um, but yeah. So then I. I wasn't even going to apply because I thought that, like, the deadline passed. And I was just, like, I was, like, losing it. I was losing it over the summer and, like, fall. And I was, like, I don't know how to plan anything. I don't know what I want to do. I think I just want to sleep for the rest of my life. Um, I feel that so hard. And then um, one of my classmates got into NYU in Columbia. Kendra got in. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like, man, like, I want to apply. And she was, like, dude, you still have time. And so I went to Beth, and she kind of convinced me that I had time, and then I did it. And I Beth will convince you that, like, you can do anything. That she's everything that I need in my life, yeah. because I will <laughs> talk myself out of literally everything if I can. Like, it's probably po- possible for me to talk myself out of anything that anybody would want me to do or I would want to do. Um, very good at that. So she talked me into, into it, and then... Um, kind of helped me through the whole process. Um, Like, I would send her my essays and my resume and everything, and she was like, yeah, no, switch this around, switch that around, like, do this. And then I just sent it in. And I heard from Columbia within four days. Wait, that's scary. That's scary. I would feel like that wouldn't be written. I'd be like, what do you mean? She called me, too. Like, like I got a phone call in between classes. I was at home, like, eating lunch because I'm trying to save money. (laughs) Um, And I was at home eating lunch and I get a phone call and it was like a New York area code. And I had, I had some friends coming into town like the next, like in the next couple weeks that were, that are from New York. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's one of them. Or maybe it's like somebody like telling me that they need more information from the things. I had no idea who it was. And I answered and it's the freaking Dean of the program just being like yeah no you got in and you can go to either oxford or um columbia that's insane and i was i was losing it i was like wait are you serious is this what really and she was like yep and i was like oh my thank you thank you so much and then i went to um class and i had class with jenna and she i just like walked up and i was like i got i got i got in and she like stood up and hugged me Jenna hugged me. I know. I love it. When she, she when she's really proud of you, you can tell in her eyes that she's just like, yeah. "Wow, kiddo, you did it." And um, then I heard from NYU re- like more recently, but and I was like actually thinking, I was like, "Wow, do I go to Columbia or NYU?" And then I like looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, "Are you really thinking about not going to the Ivy League?" You don't. Yeah, like right? <laughs> I'm like you know I know. And, I was, and then I just, like, put on Vampire Weekend and danced around. And I was like, I'm coming to Columbia. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm so excited for you. So, like, what are you most excited for besides, like, getting to go to Columbia? About, like, moving to New York. Like, what are you excited to do when you get up there? Um, I'm really excited for the Italian food because we don't have, like, any good Italian food in Austin. And yeah, that is no, my favorite. Don't. That is my favorite food. Give me pasta all day I'm, long. like, please. Like, good, like good pasta like because i will eat bad pasta i will and i will still enjoy it but i want i want that good oh good. yeah no, yeah <laughs> when i was in little italy in san diego i was like oh this this is pasta i was okay. so yeah no i'm really excited for that um and also just being in new york and not being in texas <laughs> <laughs> 
because I love Texas, but I've been here my whole life, and so I'm just I'm excited to like go somewhere to, else. Like explore. Okay, ma'am, not the Texas story. and I need a break. We're not breaking up. Yeah. It's not. It's not forever. But it's like I need a I need a solid hefty break after last summer. No, honestly, yeah, that's like that's why I feel that like when I left, like last summer was the last time I was in New Orleans, and I was like, you know what, like I feel like I'm good for a while, like. I you can always go. Yeah. Always go back. Like you can always go home. Be there. Home will always be there. But yeah. like you know, you'll you'll never get like the, another opportunity to just be like, okay, it's time to go. Especially yeah. across the country. Yeah, and and I'm lucky because it's like a six week trial period basically. Because the whole the course is six weeks, and I'll be there for like about seven or eight. Um, so I'm getting there a little early, and yeah, then I'm staying so a little a late. Yeah. But so that's a good way for me to decide if I even want to live there. Because yeah. um, that's the goal is to try and get a job after um, the course is over. But if I'm there for like three weeks and I'm like, I never want to live here ever again, then I will leave. Yeah. And so like, how does like the living situation work when you're there? Is it like dorms? Dorms. Or, like, and like, do you have like a roommate that you like already know I'm, of? I like, a have a roommate. Um, don't know who they are. I have stuff that I need to do for this course that you're reminding me of right now. I need to submit some things. I'm so glad to be your Thank calendar you. right now. I have it on my tasks, on my Google tasks, but, you know, that's just a suggestion. <laughs> Honestly, Google remind me of a bunch of things that I never do. I'm like, you can just shush right now, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I procrastinate every single aspect of my life. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Um... But wait, what were we? What were we talking about? The course yeah. and moving to New York. Yeah. So like, I, I feel like so I'm gonna feel it out. But um, I, right now I would like to get a job. I don't even know what kind of job I want. Something that I could see you working in a bookstore. I could see that so hard. I'm I, gonna be Penn Badgley in you. Like I'm gonna flip that. Oh please. <laughs> Please ex- cute, exploit anyone that does not have blinds on their windows. You know, <laughs> it's a tough world out there. You gotta, that you gotta watch out for yourself. <laughs> Honestly, um, okay. And besides, like you know, like going to Colombia, like those, like those are like the next moves that are happening. What are like you see? Like, what are some long term goals that you see? Um, I'd like to record uh, like a, a full uh, like an either another EP or like a full album, but I want it to be more full band. Like um, not j- I'd I'd like to work with other musicians at some point in my life um, instead of just being all by myself. But and then I have some like plans to like do some freelance writing um, for like fashion publications and music publications. Mm-hmm. I'd like to keep doing that. Um, but long term, I'd like to be able to kind of do like do it all. Like I don't know that I would want to do like super hard pursue like professional musician. Um, but I would always want to play. Yeah. Um, whether like it would be super cool if like I'm gigging and like playing and like get to a point where I can just live off of that and then do writing as supplemental because I don't think I'll ever stop writing either. Either way, I'm gonna do music and writing forever. It, I just don't know which one's going to be the primary yet. Yeah. And it probably yeah. will switch back and forth, honestly. I feel like that's that's how I feel, too, when I'm like, oh, I love, like, doing 
fashion for like my store and things like that and I love writing and I love videography and I don't know which one you can I do all take. Of it. yeah I want to do I'm like I don't know like which one at which time will like take mm-hmm. the like reins yeah and like but, but it's good to have options like I'm really happy that I am not just a musician or just a writer mm-hmm. um I like being able to do a couple different things yeah. I wish I was able to do even more things yeah and like you know who's stopping you like just being like you know yeah. what else can I pick up I'm ex- I'm excited to to graduate and I think I might start taking like music lessons again and maybe try and like pick the piano back up get better at guitar yeah those are things that things. I wish that I didn't like drop I think like my uncle driving my guitar up here was like a sign that he was like could you like do something it's, yeah I feel like it's yeah. really hard to focus on hobbies and things that you like when you're in school because you feel guilty because you're like, I could be doing homework. I could be hanging out with my friends. I could be doing this. Yeah, there's a million things pulling your attention. And it's yeah. like, why Why does this one get this amount of money? Yeah. yeah. Um, so my last question for you is the question that I ask everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, if you were to tell someone, not saying that they were going to be successful, but just giving them advice um, to do what you do, saying that they want to be um, a musician or they want to be a writer or they want to be both or they want to have like, you know more of like mm-hmm. things incorporated in their life what advice would you give them um i'd say if you're trying to be creative in any way or like like a like, this is a horrible term but like a con like create content and mm-hmm. i don't mean for like social no, yeah, media but like you. like literally creating content like music yeah. art fashion words um you have to consume it and you have to consume as much and as much of a variety as you are comfortable with um like if you want to be a writer you have to read if you want to be a musician like go to shows listen to music um you don't have to be technical like you i'm not a technical musician i wish i was Mm. or were or whatever that meant grammar (laughs) um like i wish i were more technical but like you just need if you're going to be an artist like go look at art like just make sure you you can't just be concerned with your own work and also like find peers like find people find other people around your age or around your level to work with as well as finding mentors like it's mentors are cool and really awesome because they can help get you jobs and like help show you paths but peers are where like you make art together and you make something special so I think it's like practice whatever you have like consume as much of like your medium as possible and then find other people who do it and like be a part of communities that will encourage you and influence you yeah well thank you so much for joining us corinne i'm so glad we finally got to have you on the podcast you all have to make sure to go stream her ep um it's available Pretty everywhere, much everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. I'm on title. Oh, oh, wow. Dude, look who she's balling with. She's balling with the big ones now. So, yeah, you can go stream her EP, Too Sad to Fall Asleep. Also, I, um, if you follow the West Crescent Vintage page, I'm going to be doing a giveaway with a couple of her stickers. So, if you look at that page and look at those instructions when I post them, you'll get some information on getting some stickers from. <laughs> her which are awesome because i love them because she drew them and they're pretty uh yeah so anyway yeah stream love corinne all day go follow her on instagram thanks Uh, brie yeah thanks for joining us bye